0: And it is time now for Lancer Live and joining me in studios, Dr. Jeffrey Haas. Good morning, sir. Good morning, John. How are you doing today? I'm good. And now I'm going to give this microphone to you and I'm going to let you introduce all the people you got with you today. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, today I have in the studio a, a couple of special guests and I'm I'm going to introduce them in just a moment. But I'm going to take one quick sidetrack before I do introduce start that introduction. Uh, Eastern Wyoming College... Uh, This coming week has um, a couple of um, organizations that will be joining uh, our campus, and we're really excited uh, to be hosting the Wyoming Community College Commission meeting that is scheduled for April 20th and 21st. Uh, That event is open to the public, and it it will be uh, held in the Tech building on the Torrington campus. Um, Obviously, the commission regulates the work of every community college in the state of Wyoming. Uh, They're also uh, charged with the delivery of funding from us from the state. Uh, They're also in charge of taking care of program approvals uh, and ensuring that our our programs are compliant with our our state uh, regulatory bodies. We're excited to have this event on our campus. Uh, It's an event that travels from college to college throughout our state and our commissioners do uh critical work that ensures that the community colleges stay vibrant here in the state of wyoming and if you uh uh, is a have any interest in attending public meetings uh, we will uh, uh post those particular meetings on our website but again Uh, Thursday, April 20th, the Wyoming Community College Commission will be meeting in the Tech building, and they will have a second open meeting uh, where, again, we will even be highlighting, uh, our EWC will be highlighting some of our, uh, one of our particular programs at our college to the commission on Friday morning. So again, anyone interested, please feel free to join us. Today in the studio today, I have a... A special introduction of a coach who joined us just recently uh, when I say just recently, it was July of 2022 and that is Whit Peterson and Wit. Um, could you just say hello?
1: Good morning. How's it going?
0: And Wit's a name that is familiar uh, in this town and throughout this region. Um, Wit uh, was formerly uh, a faculty member at Torrington High School uh, teaching agricultural courses. Uh, was also uh, uh worked uh, very closely with the FFA program um and again as we mentioned in this program often we're proud supporters of 4H and FFA and and Witt is one of those individuals who came through those ranks um but Witt just for a second uh can you talk a little bit about your transition from the high school uh, coming back here maybe even where you started um with your involvement uh with with FFA, what brought you into rodeo, what are some of the things you're passionate about, um, and, and then we're going to talk a little bit about your transition to the college as our rodeo coach.
1: Well, I was born and raised here in Torrenton, graduated from Torrenton High School in uh, 2009. Uh, the Torrenton-Lingle FFA chapter was a huge part of my life. Growing up, um, Mr. Groney helped me choose my college, which was Oklahoma Panhandle State. It was his alumni, my alumni, and they had a great rodeo program. Um, I went to college not really knowing what I was going to do, so I went into ag education um, because it just seemed like a a good fit for me. My mom was involved in education, so it's always been a huge part of my life. I graduated from college in 2014. Um, I moved back here to Goshen County and ranched for about seven years. And during, as Groney would call it, coronation. Torrington High, High School opened up a Lingle High School opened up a second ag education teacher position, so I applied for that and, and uh, did that for a couple of years until this past school year when uh, Jay Clark resigned as the rodeo coach. He's still teaching at EWC, but uh, wanted to make a change in his life, and so it was a great opportunity. I've always dreamed of being able to uh, coach, be a rodeo coach. So um, I think FFA and and that part of my life prepared me for this this position, obviously, uh, getting to rodeo at the high school, collegiate, and professional level, and then helping teach kids just a well-rounded background, and um, it's, it's really helped me. And I've always been, Goshen County's been home to me, and I was glad to come back and be a part of it.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that, um, Coach. And, and you also just made another special announcement, too, obviously, uh, um the uh, Torrington campus uh, here at Eastern Wyoming College has had a very rich history in rodeo and uh, um coach Jake was a very big part of leading that uh, for many many years and um still employed at the college still a strong supporter of the rodeo program and as we continue to move forward and forge into the future um that history is something that uh uh, we have some special guests in our studio today that are continuing on that tradition. And if you could, uh, we're we're going to go one by one, and we're going to put them on the spotlight. Uh, you can pick. Who would you like to introduce first?
1: Um, we'll start with Keeley Pulse. Keely is a sophomore from Laramie, Wyoming. Here you go, Keeley.
2: Good morning everyone. Um, like he said, my name is Keeley Pulse and I'm a sophomore coming out of Laramie, Wyoming. I had originally chosen EWC. Um, I had talked to Jake Clark my senior year of high school and came up for a visit and immediately I fell in love with the campus. I fell in love with the town of Torrington, which sounds kind of silly coming from such a big town of Laramie, but I had toured a few other campuses and it just didn't feel right. I love the small town feel of Torrington, and the community is so kind. They always love talking about rodeo with all of us on the team, and I've been here ever since and planning on coming back.
0: <laughs> so could you talk just a little bit more when you came into uh, uh, the rodeo program here mm-hmm. and you were you were still under Coach Clark, mm-hmm. and, um, again, coaches are special things um, You know when you make a decision a coach is really important someone's going to help you achieve your goals what parts of the rodeo are are the things that you're passionate about could you talk about that just a little bit
2: yeah so coming in with coach clark he was great about um, really supporting all of us as students as student athletes Um, he made sure that we had all the practice time that we wanted and then we were able to really kind of grow as a team together my freshman year um, coming back as a sophomore with Wit, he's been great about getting us into fundraising, um, b- building a lot of money for our team, um, and we've had the barn for five days a week now. I mean, we can practice almost any time we want. He's great about helping us. If you want to talk to Wit about something, he's going to be there, and he's going to put in 110% if you're willing to put in 110% with him. That's probably what I'm most passionate about rodeo is the hard work and dedication that you have to put in—it's not something that you can just kind of glide through. You have to put in all the work possible to see the results that you want, and that's what I probably am most passionate about this year.
0: Now, this is a little bit of a loaded question, but what <laughs> is your favorite uh, competition to go to? Do you have one, or are they are they all exciting in their own way?
2: As far as like a, a rodeo, yes, when you're going here? when
0: you're actually traveling to rodeo. Ooh.
2: I would probably have to say Sheridan's um, College Rodeo is pretty great. We get to rodeo in this huge arena. Um, you come through the grandstands, although this year it was kind of crummy. The weather was yes. pouring rain the whole time. Um, but it's a great town. It's a really small town feel just like Torrington. Um, there's a lot of attractions that college rodeo kids can go to or you know, members of the family or people that want to just go watch a college rodeo. They have that going on along with a lot of other attractions around town
0: excellent and then uh, we're going to go back to coach peterson and we're going to do an introduction of uh, another young lady uh, who is a member of our rodeo team uh, and a student here at our college and i'm going to turn it back over to you coach
1: uh, the next guest is Jaden hall she's from veteran wyoming and a 2021 2022 graduate 21 21 graduate of southeast high school
3: Hi, so my name is Jaden Hall, and like Witt said, um, I'm from Veteran, Wyoming. I lived in Goshen County my entire life. And um, right out of high school, I went to Casper College and rodeoed there. Um, I really liked the school, but I just felt like the rodeo team wasn't as good of a fit as I wanted it to be. So when Witt got the job, I came and talked to him, and everything just kind of went from there. It was really easy to get set up. Um, I like this team a lot because it is smaller than Casper, so you kind of have more of that family feel. Um, You know, you have people that help you practice and they actually know you. They're not really just there just to run the shoot. They actually are your friends.
0: Excellent, and I'm gonna ask you the same question about what is it about rodeo that, again, do you have a favorite rodeo that uh, you've had a chance to be a part of? and again, uh, some may say no. I've enjoyed each experience. And right? Would you talk about that a little bit, uh, Jaden? Yeah.
3: Um. Honestly, I think it's probably kind of a cliche answer, but I really like the Torrenton Rodeo because obviously everyone that I know can come and support, and it's just a lot of fun. I think they make a big show out of it, and it's a pretty great experience.
0: Well, excellent. And I'm going to just, if I could, uh, go back uh, southeast and – and again, I think we were talking just a little bit ago, and used to play, play basketball at Southeast. Yep. Could you talk about that just a little bit? And uh, did you ever consider doing that athletically? I mean, you know, um, it might be a lot safer than rodeo.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I had a great coach. Jennifer Sheer is still one of my favorite people. And she really helped me a lot to figure out kind of what I wanted to do with my life. I probably wasn't the very best player on the team, But she still treated me like one, and she always made me feel really special, and she's still one of the most important people in my life.
0: Outstanding. And and I have a question. Either one of you can answer the next couple. So do you have brothers and sisters that have also followed in the rodeo?
3: Yeah, so I actually have a twin brother, Harrison. Um, He kind of had a rough go at the rodeo. He hurt his shoulder playing football his senior year. So he hasn't been roping as much, but he's starting to get back into it. But he still team ropes, and... Obviously, he ropes stuff on our ranch, too.
0: Outstanding. Well, thank you for sharing that, Jane.
2: And I'm actually a single child. Um, I'm also the first person in my family to rodeo at the collegiate level. Um, I didn't start rodeoing until I was a sophomore in high school. Some of my friends were like, hey, we're just going to go tie some goats. And I've been showing horses my whole life, and it just felt like the perfect match once I finally got into it. So this is my – I'm the only person in my family who rodeos
0: so how about 4-h or ffa did either of you have a start in either of those programs
2: so i had originally started doing 4-h as soon as you can do it which i think is eight years old Um, just showed some animals showed horses and joined ffa as a freshman Um, it was actually part of an extra credit class that i could take for Um, My intro to ag class that we all have to take as freshmen if you want to enter into um, higher ag classes throughout high school. And um, ended up doing a vet science CDE and really loved it. You know, really took me in a lot of places and it grew me as a person and then helped a lot with my public speaking and my knowledge of
3: just the ag industry in itself.
0: Excellent. And then Jaden, how about you?
3: Yeah, so I also did 4-H and FFA. Um, I showed steers for a really long time and did the rodeo events and sewing, and I think that really helped me to learn what you have to do in life to get some hard work out of it and figure out what you need to do to be successful. Um, I also did FFA. I wasn't really that passionate about it, but I think it really did give me some good life skills.
0: Well, that is is excellent. and. You know, those two organizations are building blocks, and they really start helping students explore. and I, And I think you had a lot of good mentors along the way, not only in the high school, obviously your parents and your families, um, and and we know now the coaches here at the college are significant in that. Let's talk just a little bit about what you're majoring in and uh, what are your plans when you're when you're done with rodeo well not that you ever finish some people will do rodeo a very long time in their life uh, but what are your plans and you know what are you doing here working what What are you majoring in here at EWC and what are your plans after you leave college?
3: So right now I'm majoring in ag business but next year I'm going to switch into accounting um, and then I'll go on to a four-year school to get my accounting degree and hopefully start an accounting business. Um, I don't think I'll probably ever be done with rodeo I'll still probably go to jackpots and stuff because it's something I really enjoy doing.
0: Outstanding.
2: And I am currently an ag communications major. Um, I will be graduating with my associates this spring and I will be coming back to Torrington next year to fill out my prereqs for an elementary ed education uh, program where I will then go on to a four-year and receive my bachelor's in that. Um, like Jaden said, I don't think I'm ever going to be done with rodeo. I think it'll always be part of my life in some way. Um, probably going to hit up quite a few jackpots once I'm done college rodeo and, and just going from there and seeing where it takes me.
0: So accounting and education right now are the short-term goals of what you're going to continue to work towards. Uh, I think that's exciting. Um, and I want to thank you both for coming into the studio today to, uh, talk about what you do and, uh, what you're interested in, uh, why you're passionate about rodeo. And I would actually like to coach, if we could go back to coach Peterson, just for one final thought and, you know, for these students, um, and I guarantee, uh, coach Clark, um, and you and anybody who's in that rodeo, um, circuit knows one thing for sure, um, There's a big commitment out of the students, not only in terms of time that you heard the students talk about today, they're committed to their education, but this is a a coaching sport that actually spans two semesters, and even when the semesters are over, it doesn't end. And the financial investment that it takes to support um, these individuals to uh, While they 're continuing their education and to compete athletically because these you know athletics draws talent to our college, and these two young ladies are perfect examples of that. Uh, would you talk a little bit about a, a fundraiser that uh, you initiated last year to help support what uh, these young people are doing as they pursue their education
1: yeah that's that's something that's that's huge with the rodeo program um These kids have to get up in the morning, uh, go take care of their animals, their horses, and still get back to go to class. Um, So they're they're always um, not only taking care of themselves, but taking care of of something else. So it's huge for the community to to recognize these kids. Um, All these kids that come to, to EWC are spending money in the community. They're using their pickups to go fuel up when they get ready to leave for rodeos. They're going to the feed store, buying feed for horses, buying hay in the community, and, and leasing pins to keep their horses. And this all comes out of their pocket. It's not part of the scholarship. Um, so when I looked at the budget when we started last summer, I knew in order for us to be successful, we needed to increase travel money for these kids, and then increase the amount of cattle that we're getting to practice on. And the amount of hours that we're getting in practice. thats Those are the two big things when you're looking at a rodeo program. Your practice, cattle or horses, and how much time you get to spend in the arena. And then helping them get down the road to these rodeos. Um, diesel's expensive, motels are expensive, entry fees, those sorts of things. So we had a huge fundraiser I'd ever dreamed it was going to be as successful as it was. Honestly, I was hoping to make a couple, like ten, twenty thousand $20,000 was... So what kind of was your goal? final
0: number in that particular event?
1: We we netted over $65,000 as a as a rodeo club and it's been huge. We we have 40 head of calves, we have 30 head of team roping steers, we have 15 bulldogging steers and you have to feed those animals. So going and buying good feed and and grain and those sorts of things, it's it's taken a lot of stress off of off of our rodeo team in general just you know that you can go get a bunch of cattle and a bunch of uh, equipment. We have bought a new calf sled. Um, have to fill up the the rope and or the side by side every time we rope that. Those sorts of things are just knowing that you're not having to um, you know pinch those pennies and only have 10 head of calves or 15 head of team roping steers for these kids to practice on is a huge thing. And and these kids have shown or uh, seen the seen how. That fundraiser event helped us. And then we went out and sold ads for our rodeo, which was huge. The communities came out and supported us again there. Um, we we had a 54-page program for our rodeo full of ads from the community. So that was huge. Um, these kids hit the streets, and the community supported us again. But, uh,
0: well, I really appreciate what you're talking about because um, I've been in Torrington now uh, since July 1, going on my ninth month, and at the end of this, Uh, short period that I've been here um, community is very supportive of young people and thinking about their future and I I have been uh, nothing but excited seeing in every facet where uh, it's at the secondary level or if it's at the uh, collegiate level when when the community is approached to support things where when you hear from these two young people today and you hear them talking about the work ethic it takes um, that's what America needs. We need people that are committed to their future. They want to make a positive impact on society. And, um, you know, here at the college, I'm excited to hear that. And I want to thank you coach, uh, for continuing to support these young people. Uh, the college is, is going to continue to support, uh, even though that fundraiser was significant, um, that still is a portion of the cost. It doesn't cover all the rodeo cost. um, These activities, whether it's an athletic event, um, uh, sports related, uh, that's basketball or volleyball or uh, a rodeo team, in all cases, uh, these are are significant financial commitments we make. Um, We know it draws talent to our college. We know that talent one day will graduate and be alumni and they're going to go out and take that same hard work work ethic. And we even hope right in our own community serving here. Um, That is very critical. Uh, to us as a community and so i want to thank all three of you uh, for coming in today and uh, just sharing a little bit about the rodeo program and your passions with all of that so thank you all and i uh, i'm going to go ahead and check out we're going to turn this back over to john and we'll see everyone else for lancer live um, next week